greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. How many agree and say, how great thou art? Was it the very song that apparently they sang when the Titanic was sinking? Remember? And what I like is, in the midst of chaos, a believer always brings a contrast message. When somebody says you are perishing, but you say, no, I'm in the right hands. How great thou art. Amen. I'm not preaching tonight. Brother Philip Mafagaza will be ministering for us. Amen. <clears throat> I did not know that he was a minister. He was raised by Pastor Makombe in Chipingi. I've heard Pastor Makombe preach several times. Very fine minister. And prior to that, he was raised by Brother Chikose in Midlands. Brother Chikose is one of the elders in Zimbabwe. So I thought, tonight let me sit back, relax, and listen to the son representing them. Uh, Mafagaza is a Shona, say name, uh, and he, he almost fell off his chair when I told him that Mafagaza means to testify. Uh, amen. Then he said, you are a Zimbabwean, we need to investigate you. <laughs> Amen. So you're going to be blessed. He just relaxed. I said, let him preach what is in his heart. He's a brother that has been around for quite some time with us. He is familiar with what we believe in. We believe in the ministry of William Brenham. Uh, you know, with us it's very easy. Hide behind the prophet, then does it. Um, but if you come before the prophet, then you are in trouble. Are we together? When you hide behind the prophet, it's the safety zone. But when you go before the prophet, then we're going to say, mm-mm, hallelujah. But we're going to have a blessed time. I think just give us a worshiping song, Uncle, if we can say, Jehovah is your name. What a mighty warrior. And our brother will come and be a blessing to you tonight. I mean, I agree that Jehovah is his name. Mighty warrior. Are they worshippers in the house? Are there worshippers that agree that Jehovah is your name? Can you raise your voice to him? Mighty warrior. Great in battle. Come on, church. He's our Jehovah.
wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I have to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. David, say, I was so happy when they said to me, let us go in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you can check the biograph of David, he was a man that would love worship. Amen. Amen. So when the brother say, let's go to church, he was happy. What about when he get into, inside the church? It was even more. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can just say, just one minute. I take your seats just for one minute. <clears throat> Okay, just for introduction's sake, my name is Philip Mavagaza, as the pastor said, and I come from heaven. I'm a visitor in South Africa and in Zimbabwe. Uh, when this life is over, I'll also go back to where I come from. I'm identified with the Lord Jesus Christ, who said I come from God, then I can go back to God. Amen. You know what Brother Abraham said? Brother Abraham said, uh, we were there before. Yeah. Then we bypassed our theophan. Yeah. We came into this body to be tested. Right. So we must not get afraid yes. when trials come your way. Yes. Because heaven is for the overcomers. Amen. Yes. So we are here to fight. Yes. This is not a picnic, but this is a battle ground. Amen. Yes. As we all stand to our feet. Let's open our Bibles in the book of John chapter 9. John chapter 9, verse 24 to 37. It says here, Then again called they the man that was blind, and say unto him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether, be, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. Then said they to him again, Why did he to thee? How opened he thine eyes? He answered them, I've told you already, and you did not hear. Wherefore would you hear it again? Will you also be his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, Thou art his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spake unto Moses, as for this fellow, we know not from whence he is. The man answered and said unto them, Why herein is a marvelous thing, that you know not from whence he is, and yet he opened my, mine eyes. Now we know that God has not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. They answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? They cast him out. Jesus heard that they cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? Then Jesus said unto him, 
thou hast both seen, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I come into this world, that they which see not might see, and that they which see might be made blind. As we close our eyes and bow our heads. Almighty God, we come before you, Lord Jesus Christ, believing, Heavenly Father, Jehovah is your name, Lord. You are the mighty warrior, you are great in Bepto, Heavenly Father. We come before you, Lord Jesus, the open hearts, Lord Jesus Christ. We believe, Almighty God, Lord Jesus Christ, there is something in store for us tonight. And we are here, Lord Jesus Christ, to hear from you. We as mortal men, we are under expectation, Lord, believing, Heavenly Father, there is a God that can speak to us, Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you visit us in a mighty way. You bless us, O oh Father. You heal the sick, Lord Jesus. You give hope to the hopeless, Lord. You heal the broken, wounded spirit, Heavenly Father. May your people never go back the same way they came in. But they go, may they go back with something in their hearts, like many of Emma's who say, it is not our husband within us while we walk with him. That's our desire, Lord. That's our burden, Lord. Let it be. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen, amen. As we'll take our seats. Just before I get straight into my message, I just want to give just one testimony about the power of the spoken word. I was once told this testimony, and it touches me. There was a certain man that was so depressed with life, and he decided to take his life. So what he did, he was having a gun by his side. He boarded a text. So this text was, a, was passing by a place where it is written, the vow of death. So at that place, it was a wilderness with a reputation whereby a lot of people, they've died in that area. Some, they die because of death walk, then maybe they got test and die uh, because they, they'll be lost for good. Then this man, as he was traveling with the text, when he reached this place, he said, uh, I want to get out. People that were inside the text, they were surprised. How can you get out of this place where it is written, the vow of death? He said, no, just let me out. All people were worried and concerned, but because he was just persuading them to let him out, they just allowed him out. So this uh, brother, actually this person, as he got out, he went straight into this wilderness. He was just moving. Uh, as he was moving, he got to a place where he was just thinking to gun himself down. Then all of a sudden, while he was thinking to gun himself down, a whirlwind came. Then when it came, it came with a spoken word. He grabbed that spoken word. As he took that spoken word, he started to read it and find a place where it says, in whatever situation you, in whatever situation you are, no matter how it feels, no matter how it looks, it's over. You're not going to complain again. That changes the, the attitude of that man until he thought of coming back. He repeated and repeated it several times. It touched, it touched him so much until he came, actually he came back from that wilderness trying to find a church where it is identified with that spoken word until he's a, a message believer. So there's power in the spoken word. There is power in the spoken word of God. Amen. Amen. So coming back to our story. Tonight, I want to speak about a short subject. 
the power of revelation. When we say the power of revelation, we are not speaking anything far away from the wine. Because according to the teaching of the prophet, the wine means the stimulation of revelation. So actually we are saying the stimulation of revelation. Amen. I was once told a certain small story. We all know of us that a rat is always running away from the gate. But it came to pass that one day by accident, it just fell into a jar of wine. Then when it fell into a jar of wine, it got drunk a little bit. Fortunately, it managed to get out. So all his eyes were, all his eyes were, were red and he was drunk. So he goes around and says, where is the cat now? Where is the cat now? Where is the cat now? What makes him to change the attitude? Because he was drunk with the, he was drunk with the stimulation of revelation. This is the man of a believer. When you are drunk with the stimulation of revelation, you don't care who is the boss, you don't care who is who. You are mindful of the Father's business. You will be like the Lord Jesus Christ. You remember the Lord Jesus Christ? He was mindful about the Father's business. That will be your own business. Amen. There is power in revelation. One day the Lord Jesus Christ, as he was speaking with his disciples, According to the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 18 to 19, he said, Who do say, I, son of man, I am? So they say, some, say, some are saying you are Jeremiah, some they are saying you are Elijah, some they are saying you are one of the old prophets. Then he said, You personally, what do you call me? whom do you call me? He said, The art Christ, the son of the living God. Then the Lord Jesus Christ said, Blessed art thou, uh, Simon, the son of Bajona, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but my father, which is in heaven, has revealed this to you. Upon this rock, I built my church. The gates of hell won't prevail against it. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, the devil is afraid of one thing. That is the power of revelation. The devil is afraid when a person catches the revelation of Jesus Christ. A church without revelation, the devil just have his part inside in there. But when somebody catches the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, then the devil is afraid. That's why the prophet says there are two books that the devil is afraid of. Genesis and Revelation. Why is he afraid of them? Because it exposes him. It tells his beginning. Then it tells his end in the lake of fire. So that's why the devil he tries his best to blind the people from seeing that. Amen. But we just want to thank the Lord that we've got a prophet man in the closing days of time that came to open this book for us. Today we are reading this Bible as the new Bible. It's now an open book. Amen. Amen. By his grace, Amen. we are no longer blinded. Hallelujah. Yes, Coming back to our story now. Now there was a story of this blind man. As the disciples were moving with the Lord Jesus Christ, they were passing where this blind man was. Then his disciples asked him, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents? Then the Lord Jesus Christ said, Neither this man a sinner or his parents, but the works of God that it should be made manifest. Right. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, there are some of the things 
that might happen in your life. A lot of people might say, it is happening like this because he is a sinner. But let me tell you, my brother, my sister, there are some of the things that God allows, yet for his reasons. Let us read what the prophet says here in this spoken word, taking sides with Jesus. Page 24. The prophet says, Now this blind man was sitting there, and Jesus and his disciples come by. And I think Jesus gave them a little lesson here. When they seen this poor blind man, they thought, well, not sure there's a sin behind that somewhere. Yeah. When we see something happen to a man, we always say, well, he sinned. He got out of the will of God somewhere. Brother Christ hit the post. He got out of the will of the Lord. Somewhere in somebody's idea. When the gun blowed up on me, well, he was out of the will of the Lord. Brother Neville hit the car. He was out of the will of the Lord. That's not exactly right. No, say. It isn't. God permits those things. Amen. I think this is clear, friends. Amen. We remember also of Job. Hallelujah. You remember Job, his children were killed. All the animals, all his domestic animals were killed. Everything was tough. And the last living, his board was full of boils. Things was tough for him. The deacons were going to him and saying, repent, brother, you see. If Job was, was, was actually was living this day, a lot of people would have said, brother Job is suffering from AIDS. He must repent. No, something, maybe why Joel or something, he's doing something wrong somewhere. You see. But he, Job, he stood still. He knew, whom, he knew whom he believed. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, some misfortunes is not always a sign that you are wrong. No. It's never like that. God permits those things to strengthen you because we are here on a battleground. We are here to fight the devil because we are the people that were called in this age of Laodicea to meet all the challenges of Laodicea. So we are here to just say, get behind me, Satan. We are mindful of the heavenly kingdom. Amen. The Pharisees and all the Sadducees and the other people, they were busy looking for loopholes. Instead of seeing the power of God in action, instead of seeing the manifested word of God, they were trying to look for some put, uh, put, uh, loopholes, saying maybe he's not keeping the Sabbath, he's not uh, reflecting the elders, and so on and so on. But let me tell you, my brother, my sister, uh, there's a problem of what, actually, there's a problem among the people. People, when they see people, actually, when people see a person that is trying to take a stand of Jesus Christ. They try to find a loophole against him. Instead of supporting him, they try to be fault finders. But let me tell you, my brother, my sister, you must not listen to people, but you must just listen to the spoken word of God. That is your absolute. That is the plumb line. Never turn right or left, but just stay with the word of God. The prophet says, Oh, what the bride needs, is then the tapes and the spoken words. And he was told to store up the food. And he say, say what the tape says. So we only stay with these words. We don't add, we don't subtract. But we stand in that with these words. Amen. In verse 24. This blind man, he knew who he believed. 
He was in the synagogue. Actually, he would attend the synagogue for several times. But that didn't change him. But when the manifested word came, he found this is the manifested word. That's why he managed to say, I don't know whether he's a sinner or not. What I know, I was blind, but now I see. It's like, it's like a believer this evening who say, I don't know what happened to me. What I only can say is that I was a sinner saved by grace. I used to smoke marijuana, but today I'm a believer. I used to change men, but today I'm a believer. I used to fly with a broom to London, but today I'm a believer. So what you have to do is just to take him at this word. Amen. When the word is manifested before you. Amen. Then the prophet says, he was giving them stinging questions. He said, do you also want to be his disciples? This man was flat-footed. He know where he stand because he saw the manifested word in action. Then the second question said, God doesn't hear a sinner. Then the third stinging question said, has it happened that a sinner gave insight? They were, start, they were actually they were pinned at the corner right there. They didn't know what to do, but only to say, hey, they chased him out of the synagogue. His parents left the responsibility on him because they were afraid to be, uh, to be thrown out of the synagogue. But let me tell you, my brother, my sister, when you take sides with Jesus, you don't mind what your parents say, but you follow Jesus Christ alone because the way of Christian life is an individual affair. When you follow Jesus Christ, we follow one by one. It's different with his rights with the Israelites, where God will save it as a nation. To the gender who will be saved one by one. Amen. When something is opened to you, my brother, my sister, no demon from hell can shake it away from you. When something is opened up to you, my brother, no any brother or sister can take it away from you. You know whom we believe. When you are talking of revelation... It's just like a place where, for example, where Jesus Christ said, destroy this temple. Within, the, uh, within three days, I'll build it again. Amen. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were seeing Solomon's temple that was built for 40 years because they were not having revelation. But if you are a believer today, you say, I'm seeing the crucifixion and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ by revelation. Amen. If you can go to the book of Revelation chapter 11, in the book of Revelation chapter 11, if we say, you catch the revelation there, the book of Revelation spoke of the two witnesses. It doesn't specify who. Then as you go forward, it also says, these two witnesses, they are the lampstands and they are the two olive trees. But by God's grace and by the message of the hour, we all know that this is Moses and Elijah. Amen. How do we know that this is Moses and Elijah? People of old normally say history repeats itself. Elijah is the one that shut up the heavens. For three and a half years, there was no rain in the days of Ahab. And then the man that was turning water into blood was Moses. So by revelation, we already know that this is Moses and Elijah with this ministry. So if you catch this revelation, you'll be knowing that one of these days... After our journey is over to the gender side, there is going to be a revival for three and a half years to the uh, Jews again. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, it will, be your, it will be your task to just run with your life because time is no more. Amen. Amen. 
some way in taking sides with Jesus. Brother Branham says, you might have been praying for something and God doesn't answer it, but keep saving him. Yes, you might have been praying for speaking tongues and you never spoke in tongues. Keep on saving him. Yes, you might have been praying even for prophesying and you haven't prophesied, but keep on doing the service. Yes. I can say even this evening, you might have been praying for a job and it has never come your way. Keep on praising him. Because God loves worship. Right in the process, it will come to pass. Amen. Amen. We remember of that prostitute that was washing Jesus Christ's feet. Yes. At the end, he was rewarded with eternal life Amen. because she was doing the service to him. Yes. So just keep doing God the service. Amen. I remember a certain sister, the prophet spoke of. This sister got a revelation. He was not having much of this worldly goods. He was just a, actually was washing clothes somewhere and he was getting maybe some few runs from there. But he just got something in his heart, a burden to do something for God. While he, he got the money, he went around to help the people, actually the people that types and print all those people to print some tracks for a man of God that was supposed to hold a revival in that city. So as he was going around giving the, those trucks, as a mortal man, maybe she was thinking maybe the tent will be full. But let me tell you what happened. The time for the minister to come came. Then the minister was there. The only person that he managed to attend for, for the few minutes was that lad alone. Then the minister didn't change the program. He just kept on preaching and preaching and preaching. As he kept on preaching and preaching, there came an, another young man who was dressing, dressed in ragged clothes. As he got into this tent, he was listening and listening and he was being touched in his heart during the end of the service. Then that minister says, if you want to receive Jesus Christ, come forward. That young man just went forward and was prayed for and received the Lord Jesus Christ. Then as time goes on, that young man, he became a mighty preacher that sent million souls to, to heaven. His name was Dwight Moody. He was an uneducated man. A lot of people were surprised. How are you managing to gather all these people? And the other thing is that you see yourself, you are very ugly. What does all the, these people come to see? Then he simply said they are coming to see the Lord Jesus Christ. Then they say, they say actually, the prophet says, in this book, not invisible union of the bride. He said, Dwight Moody, when he read the scripture, Romans 7, he was touched with it until he ran around the streets and said, have you found grace? Have you found grace? Then a lot of people were surprised. Hallelujah. Grace who? They said, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, when you got the revelation, you seem to be fanatic to the world. Yes, you don't remain with your dignity. Because you will be connected with another world different from this world. In the Bible, we heard of three wise men. They got a revelation to follow a star. They were not mindful of anything, but they were just following the star. They followed that star until they found where the Lord Jesus Christ was. When they found the Lord Jesus Christ, the only thing that they managed to do, 
that has to bow down and worship. They realize this is not just a mortal man, but this is God in flesh. They realize this is not just flesh and blood, but there's something more in this child. That's why they bow down and worship. They didn't just go there, but they got there with some gifts. The prophet says, they went with the frankincense, and frankincense was standing for service. They went with gold. Gold was standing for the deed of Jesus Christ. They went for Miri. Miri was standing for his burial. So let me tell you, my brother, God was busy saved to death. This was an anointed board that was supposed to be crucified for the whole world. So what we are doing tonight, we are following a star. We don't have another star that we follow, but only the word of God. It's just like, let's say, you don't, you've never been to, to Deben, and you want to go to Deben. These days, there's what we call the GPS. If the GPS says turn right, you have to turn right. If it says go straight, you have to go straight. If it says go left, you have to go left. If it says go up, you have to go up. But if you don't follow what the GPS says, you don't reach your destination. That's the same thing with the Bible. We have to be obedient to the word of God for us to reach to our destination. If you don't obey the word of God, there's no way we can reach our destination. The word of God is just like a photographer. If a photographer says, go this way, also you have to go this way. If you squat a bit, you have to squat a bit. If you don't do like that, otherwise you, 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 this arm won't be on the picture. That is according to the word of God. You just have to follow it as it is. In the book of Genesis chapter 12, the Bible says, <clears throat> Genesis chapter 12, the Bible says here, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, Unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make thee of, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curse thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and the Lord went with him, and Abraham was sent and five years old when he departed out of Haran. My brother, my sister, let me say, speak like this. When God is calling you, he's letting you, he's letting you out of your tribal spirits. He's letting you out of your national spirits. He's letting you out of all these family spirits and national spirits. So what you have to do, you have to just obey God's word for you to save him. There's no any way you can save God without a total separation. Because God is calling for a total separation from unbelief. So what you have to do, you have to take him at his word. You don't have to look this way or that way, but take him at his word. It wasn't easy for Abraham. It's just like when you are sleeping, God says, Prachet, get out of South Africa and go to Uganda. The first thing, you scratch your head and say, Uganda? Is it God? Ah, you see, this thing, sometimes you end up being a fanatic. You have to be careful with these things. So, but with Abraham, 
He just take him at his word. Not knowing where he was going, but he just take him at his word. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, if you want to walk with God, just take him at his word. Just like Enoch, the Bible says he was walking with God. When he was going to work, he was walking with God. When he was going to school, he was walking with God. Whatever he was doing, he was walking with God. Until one day, he was seen no more. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, we are like the Enoch in this seventh church age, where the people that are going to go into the rapture, what they have to do, we just have to walk with the Lord in whatever we do. Amen. The prophet of the age, he spoke of a certain old man. This old man, when he read the Bible, he just said, hallelujah. When he read a verse and he got a revelation, he said, praise God. So he was having a daughter. And her daughter, actually his daughter was one of these modern girls. One of the days, he decided to have a party. And she knew that the Lord was saying, praise God, hallelujah, and having his glorious time. So now we are, I just want to have fun with my other friends. So what he did, he really know that the only best thing to do with the dead, I have to just hide this Bible away from him. So he said, daddy, today, you know what we're going to do? We go to the upper room there. I'm going to have fun with my friends down here. Then what you're going to do, I just give this uh, geography book to you. going to read up there. So while they were having a nice time downstairs, dancing and everything, you know, uh, that old man, he came across a certain place where it was written, the sea, of, uh, the sea. Then he thought of the sea of forgetfulness. Then he said, hallelujah. Then he, that little lady going up the attic and saying, daddy, this is not a Bible. He said, you hold your peace, my child. You see, as I was reading here, you see, this geograph book is telling me about the sea. So I was thinking about the sea of forgetfulness. Where my God has just thrown all my sins. <laughs> then, right while I'm still there by the sea of forgetfulness, he also threw your sins right in the sea of forgetfulness. And he placed a boat, no fishing. Who are you to feed somebody's sins that are under the blood? There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. The singer says to break every chain, to break every chain. There's no chain that can stand before Jesus Christ. Another man in the days of the prophet, his name was Sam. So name it, Sam had just received uh, the Lord Jesus Christ in his heart and he was a, a slave. So he was just saying to his uh, bosses, uh, I'm free. He said, you are free for what? He says, the Lord Jesus Christ saves me. Then they said, who are we to just keep you being a slave? Just go around and continue to testify about your word. Then the other time, he met a certain man because actually Sam was not much of an educated guy. So when he met this certain man, he said, do you believe your Bible? He said, yes. I believe it from Kiva to Kiva. Brother Brown said he believed it until he was breathing in the covers also. Then he says, okay. <clears throat> then he, they continue asking him, uh, if your Lord say just go through this wall, will you go through this wall? He said, yes, I'm ready to go through it. He said, are you, are you mad? He says, I know that when I go there, 
actually when I enter there, the Lord Jesus Christ will already produce a certain hole for me to enter in. This is a man that believes God. The prophet says in spiritual adoption, he says the church of the living God is built upon the revelation of Jesus Christ. No matter how smart, how educated you are, but you have to have the revelation of Jesus Christ. That is your tutor. And you are saved by his grace. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, there's nothing more important to you but only the revelation of Jesus Christ. If you mix the revelation of Jesus Christ and the oil, then it's over. Because it's the baptism of the Holy Ghost together, the stimulation of revelation. Amen. Little David, he got a howled. Actually, he was touched with the righteous indignation to see the army of God being defied by the uncircumcised Philistines. Then he was ready to go and take over because he was a man, he was a young boy that was having experience. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, when you catch a revelation, it's regardless of your age. What matters most is the power of God in you. Little is much when God is in it. So David was having the five-star five general faith in a little stone, the revelation of Jesus Christ. While Goliath was busy casting him with his gods, he found himself down because that little stone was anointed by the Holy Ghost. There was a certain man that Brother Branham spoke about. It's in the book of Hebrews. He said this man was at a meeting where there were a report. Each one was supposed to stand up and represent his religion. A Buddha would stand up, represent his religion. A Muslim would stand and represent his religion. Then it came to pass that there was a certain preacher from Holiness Church that believed in Christianity. So as he stand up, he said, of all your religion, is any of you, God, he said, of all your religion, is there anyone that got a religion that cleans Lord Maccabi? All of them, they were quiet. Then they said, Lord Maccabi was a lad that was murdering all the police, was a, a woman, actually, that was murdering the police. He was a woman that was even settling the horses in the cities where it was not allowed. He was a woman that was stubborn to the laws of the city. But the blood of Jesus Christ cleans Lord Maccabi. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, there's nothing that is more important than the blood of Jesus Christ. That is the thing that can cleanse a sinner. There was a man in the book of Mark chapter 5. This man was called Legion. The Bible says he was staying right in the cemeteries. He was cutting himself. They used to tie him some chains, but he used to break some chains because of the, of the devil that was upon him. Then the Lord Jesus Christ, through his mercy, he went after life. No matter how, how far he was, but he went for life right in there. What surprised me? Demons know about Jesus Christ more than the religious men. The Bible says, Legion ran to meet Jesus Christ. And he said, what have you come to do? Have you come to torment us? 
It shows that religious people are so blinded more than the demons. Demons know about about the power of Jesus more than demons. Sorry, more than religious. Amen. The family spirits had done with him. Maybe they thought if he's going to die, maybe by the tombstones, the family will not be worried about the hash and the coffees and the transport. That's why they make sure that he was there. But Jesus Christ cared for him. He was in a place, written rest in peace, but he was making noise, breaking the chains. He was in a terrible state. But the Lord Jesus Christ, when he met him, he commanded the evil spirit to get out of him. Demons, they beg for Jesus. They say, please, can you just let us to enter right into the swine? The Lord Jesus Christ allowed all those evil spirits to get into the swine. And they all went into the deep and they perished right into the ocean. Now, check the reaction of people. When the, when the people came, they were worried about their company. They worried about their, their pig more than the salvation that has come to this boy. This is the problem with the people. They are mindful of nonsense instead of seeing Jesus Christ in action. The Bible says, they even begged Jesus, ah, just go please, we beg you, just go. If I were them, I would say, Jesus, come into my heart, please, come into my heart. But they were chasing away Jesus. The prophet says, when Jesus Christ departs from your house, accept a problem to strike you. So they do away with Jesus. But Legion say, Jesus, I want to go with you. Never leave me alone. I want to walk with you, Jesus. But he says, just go and testify. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, when you met the, the power of God, there's nothing you do but to testify about his greatness. The woman of Samaria, when the light flashed before him, she couldn't hold his peace. She went into the seat and said, come and see a man, come and see a man, come and see a man. What had happened to her? He saw the manifested word. More than the religious people in those days. When you, saw, when you see the manifested word, there's nothing you can do but to testify. Brother Branham says, because you have believed, because you, have you are convinced with this message, I will, I will make you messengers of the same message. If you are convinced of the message, then you are concerned of, from, of other people. Rosella, when he was saved from an alcoholicism, what she was doing, she used to go to the hospitals, testifying about the power of God, going to the prison, testifying about the power of God. Even the scripture says, women, keep your silence in the churches of the saints. It didn't say you must not testify. Mm -mm. Let's continue the way it is. The first people to witness the Lord Jesus Christ, who were they? They were women, sisters. So you have to testify about the grace of God. It's not a sin. To testify is not a sin. You have to testify. The king of... Okay. In the book of Kings, the Bible spoke of three different kings. 
the king of Judah, the king of Israel, and the king of Edom. They were supposed to go on a war against the Moabites. So as they were going, they realized that right in the way, there was no water. The king of Israel says, Alas, maybe the, uh, God has uh, just imagined to destroy us in this desert. But we know Jehoshaphat says, Is there no prophet around here? Something got open to him to think about the prophet. No matter how hard is your situation, there must be an other somewhere around. They went to the prophet Elisha, the son of Safat. Then they said, actually, he said, what have you come for? You, Jehoram, why didn't you go to the gods of your fathers because his fathers were idol worshippers? But he says, we realize that we're going to die here in the wilderness. Then he says, I just had obedience for Jehoshaphat because he's the only man of God. Then he said, bring me a ministerial. As he gave him a ministerial, then he began to prophesy. He said, make the valley full of ditches. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, there's power in music. Amen. Because as the music was, uh, was played, he gets into prophesying. So for a person to prophesy sometimes, it needs some art, nice atmosphere, some nice music. In, oh, actually, right in the valley, in the next morning, there was water. And not only water, they also promised that they would win in that battle. All was because they went to a man of God, Elisha. If you go to a man of God, all is well. According to history, we heard of John the Revelator. The Bible, actually, history says John the Revelator, because of his stand for the word of God, he was thrown into the pool of oil. They wanted to destroy him. But through the power of God, he got out. When they see that this man is not dead, they took his eyes off. When they took his eyes off, they make sure that they carried him to the issue of Pastmos. Right in that place, they were thinking that he would be devoured by the animals at that place. But let me tell you, our God is a God of supernaturals. Right in that place, he was seeing things, deep things. Right in the east of Patmos is where he read the book of Revelation. He was seeing the seven church ages. He was seeing the seven seals. He was seeing the lake of fire. He was seeing the prophet Malachi 4. He was seeing all these open books and so on. Right at the east of Patmos. There is something about the power of revelation. The Bible says, Who hath believed our report, but to whom the arm of the Lord is revealed. So there is no any way you can have revelation until the arm of the Lord is extended into your life. Cain was a worshiper. Cain was sincere. Cain was a tithe payer. But the problem that he was not having revelation. He couldn't help it. Because 
God didn't give it to him. But with the apple, he knows better. He knows what was defiled was the blood. He knows what was defiled was the blood. So that's why he managed to kill the lamb. The Bible says his sacrifice pleased the Lord. The brother was jealous and killed Cain. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, it's wrong to be jealous. If I was Cain, I would just obey God. Do you know God? He gave chance to Cain. He said, why don't you do what the brother do? If God could do that to a serpent seed, what about a child of God? You remember to Ishmael, when he was dying in the desert, God made a way for him to have water. Ishmael, a serpent seed, to have water. What about you? My brother, my sister, you are more important more than anything that we can talk of. That's why the prophet says, if the bride realizes who they are, rapture will take place. Where the people that are stopping rapture. All the chaos that must happen here on earth, they are being stopped because of us. All the tribulations that must hit this earth, they are being delayed because of us. But let me tell you, my brother, my sister, there is going to be a time when Sister Vandere will go for good. There is going to be a time when Brother Chad will go for good. They will be disappearing of believers. Because rapture is the promise. We are waiting for nothing less but only rapture. And it's going to happen anytime, at any time or at any second. The same revelation that got a hold of those animals to get into the ark is the same revelation that can get a hold of you for you to go. You see, in several situations, animals get a better revelation more than people. A baboon got a better revelation more than human beings in the days of Noah. A cockroach got a better revelation more than people in the days of Noah. People are so occupied so much with the things of this world. That's why the Bible says their minds were so corrupt. Brother Brown spoke of a certain earthquake that happened in India. He said two days before they moved out of the walls. By instinct, they know that earthquake is going to hit this place. What about you and me, my brother, my sister? When that time comes, Brother Brown says, pinch yourself because rapture, we are already in the process of rapture. We are already in the process of the, the voice has already come. The message of the hour. So if you are already in the process, anything can happen at any second, at any time. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. All the revelation that we see is just about Jesus Christ. That's why the disciples by revelation, when they were told to go and preach this word to every creature and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they got a revelation. They didn't go and baptize in titles. But they know that the whole deed is in Jesus Christ. That's why they baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of people, they got surprised. They say, if Jesus Christ was God, why would you say, I will stand at the right hand of the Father? But that there come a prophet man, he said that is authority. We thank the Lord for the prophet Malachi for. Then the prophet says again, 
The Lord Jesus Christ says, all powers in heaven and earth were given to me. So if there was a God somewhere, it means he was powerless. Because the whole deed was right in Jesus Christ. The fullness of God was right in Jesus Christ. That's why you be called Emmanuel, God with us. The same great eternal spirit, he became the pillar of fire. The angel of the covenant, the great I am. Then he stepped down to became to Jesus Christ. The same God. The same God that was in the fear furnace to deliver the children of Israel. It's the same God that multiplied two fishes and five loaves of bread. He doesn't change. That's why the prophet says, Jehovah of the world is Jesus of the New Testament. It was after a revelation. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, there is power in revelation. There is power when something has been opened to you. You stand flat-footed against all demons on the bottomless pit. You stand flat-footed against all temptations. Because you know whom you believe. You are on your way to glory land. You are a visa in South Africa and Zimbabwe. You are a visa in Congo, but you are going to a glory land. We are identified with the Congara friends. The Bible says, Michael kicked the devil out of heaven. We are identified with Michael. We are the people that can kick down the devil. The devil cannot stand just near us because we are fortified with the word of God. Though on this world it's like a tag, a tag of war, but we are the people that are more than conquerors through the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the, our King of Kings, our laws of laws, managed to conquer death, hell, and grave. Then he went to hell and showed that he is a champion. He preached there to the souls that didn't repent in the days of Noah. Then after that, he jacked the keys from the devil to show that he is the champion, to show that he is the king of kings. After that, he went and entered the, the paradise and led the believers there from paradise to go to the glory land. That's why the Bible says there was revival in Jerusalem when the old saints were moving right in Jerusalem. Job was saying, this is the redeemer that I was speaking about. David couldn't help it, but he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I could imagine Isaiah says, wonderful, wonderful Jesus is to me, counselor, prince of peace, mighty God is he. Because that was after they saw the one that they were standing for. Noah must have been sent. This is the ark of God that I was preaching about. Because that was after a revelation. So let me tell you, friends, there's something when you are identified with the Lord Jesus Christ. There is something when you are identified with the champion. So, friends, we are identified with the champion. We must not look miserable because you are more than able to possess the land. You remember when Joshua and Caleb were told to possess the land, they were more than able to possess it. So we got the same promise. And right in Canaan, it was not a millennium because there were some people that they were supposed to fight for. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it's not like you're in millennium, but you have started a war with the devil. Every inch you have to fight. But there's something good, believer. This war is not ours, but it's his. This battle is not ours, but it's his. But what you have to do is just to take sides with him. You know, a soldier, a soldier cannot look miserable because a soldier is a soldier. If you're a soldier, then you go to all with a loose trousers like this and a gun like this, you're going to be fired. 
but you stand strong, be alert for anything that's going to happen. You are a soldier, brother and sister. We are on Michael's side to fight all the ways of the devil. The Bible says, having done all to stand, stand therefore. Because you are a soldier, you have to stand and fight all the wars. The Bible says, he spoke about Elijah. He said, Elijah, he called the certain king, as I'm about to close. He said, Elijah, he called the certain king and say, come and shoot with an arrow. He says, this king just make three shots. Then King our Prophet Elijah was angry. Why did you just shoot three times? Because this was representing your victories. Yeah. But let me tell you, my brother, my sister, where the people that will shoot much because we know that we got a lot of victories. Amen. We got victories against demons of Laodicea. We fly above such because we are the bride of Jesus Christ. We are the elected group. We are, we are part with Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is going to come for a church without spot or a ringo. So we are that church because of the message of the hour. There is nothing more but only the message of the hour. We don't add we don't subtract, but we stay with the message. You remember, Brother Branham spoke about the magnet. He said, I went to a certain company, and there was this magnet that will attract all the iron that were on the floor. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, the magnet Jesus will just attract the bride because we are part of him. God bless you richly as I give the chance to our brother. Amen. Amen. A round of applause. A round of applause, believer. Hallelujah. How many are blessed? I am blessed. Amen. You are a soldier. The power of revelation. Wasn't such a beautiful message? Amen. God bless you, Brother Philip. It was a blessing. Brother George Martin would have said it's a piece of the master. Amen. We really appreciate it. Uh, revelation makes you, it can make you to be fanatical. Have you ever bumped into a verse that made you want to run up and down. For me, whenever I read uh, the scripture, I think it's Revelation, is Romans 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ. It makes me want to go run down and say, there is no more condemnation. Amen. The day the bride recognizes who she is, the rapture will take place. Amen. Wasn't such a beautiful message for this evening? Another round of applause. Amen. I was saying to uh, my brethren from Zimbabwe, I said, you from Zimbabwe in South Africa, you must never change. Zimbabweans, wherever they see a village, they always think that there could be a message church here. They always see there could be an opportunity to get four more, five more souls in this village. 
they are geared towards evangelism. They are geared towards testifying. So I was saying to them, because you're in South Africa, don't stop. Don't stop. Amen. One of the churches in Zimbabwe during the midweek service, just the midweek service, and the midweek service is on Friday. Just on Friday, they've got no less than 4,000 people in church every week because they have evangelized that country. And when you are here, you keep on doing what you have been doing home. In Shona, we can say, Rambagashinga. Amen. God bless you richly. Let's sing a worshiping song. Amen. Oh, those that did not catch the Shona, it means keep on keeping on. Amen. You must not wonder was it the tongue or what. Amen. It was just Shona. I would want to ask you to sing the same song or maybe Brother Kuni, we are depending on the power from above. Amen. Brother Brenham says the reason there are so many divisions, he says this in the message, Christ is the mystery of God revealed. He says it is because of lack of revelation. And the moment we, we have the same revelation, revelation brings unity. Are we together? I'm glad the way you preach and I'm glad to how other ministers are preaching because I always say what God does in this church, it must be exactly what he's doing in Zimbabwe. It must be exactly what he's doing in Madagascar. It must be what he's doing in Norway. I don't believe in exclusive revelation. I believe in the universal move of God. Following the same prophet led by the same spirit, saving under the same God. Are we together? God bless you richly. Let's just say we are depending on Brother King. will come and wrap up in prayer. How many proclaim victory this evening? Victory in his name. Sing it by revelation this evening. We take a stand this evening. All over the building. All over the building. Let's proclaim victory. How many proclaim victory this evening? Thank you, Lord Jesus.
only say thank you for that, that fact, Lord, that you came and you died for us, Lord, and you, you went through hell and you saved us all, Lord. Going forward in time, going backwards in time, we proclaim that victory, Lord, through your blood. We thank you for that, Lord. Lord, I ask that you be with us and work in our hearts through the revelations that you give us, Lord, and, and I thank you that you have brought me to church again for a long, from a long time of actions, Lord. You've blessed me with this opportunity to get the revelation tonight of what Brother Philip wrote, Lord. Thank you for bringing him and thank you for working in his heart, Lord. You know he's a man of, of, of your works, Lord, and you will, you will bless him. And I ask that you be with him wherever he goes. And Lord, through him, save souls. I ask that. Lord, thank you so much for, for giving us your love. In your presence tonight. We cannot ask for anything else, Lord, but your touch on us. I ask that you be with us in this week, and I ask you be with our pastor, and I ask that you give traveling mercies to Brother Philip wherever he needs to go, and all the members of this church, Lord, be with them, bless them, give them strength, Lord, to stand against, like he said, against the demons of Laodicea, Lord, so we can have the strength and the power through your blood and through your mercy, Lord. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Amen. The power of revelation. I received an email in my inbox from a church in Centurion. It's a Pentecostal church. And they were saying, greetings, Pastor Madiba. We have been following the sermons on the website, we want you to come and present to us or show us what was the purpose of Jesus descending into hell. Hallelujah. They say, we asked ourselves many questions. Why did Jesus have to go to hell? We want you to come and explain that. But because I have come in contact with the weight of the hour and the prophet of the hour. I will answer them. How many believe we've got an answer? Brother Bram said, for every Bible question, there must be a Bible answer. I say, give me the date and the time I will be there. Hallelujah. And they were excited because you need to give them appetizers. I say, you've got to know why the witch of Endo was able to reach Samuel in the Old Testament, but she cannot do that in the New Testament. Why the Lazarus and the rich men could converse, but post the resurrection of Jesus, they cannot. And they said, now, now you are saying some deep stuff. Come, come. Then I will say, I'm coming. Hallelujah. And after, after we have presented this, we don't go there and sound clever. We turn around and say, there is a prophet in the land. There is a prophet in the land. Hallelujah. You cannot thumb suck this thing. It has to be by revelation. We thank God for the revelation of the hour. God bless you richly. Uh, just give us, I think, Beulah land, Beulah land. And thereafter, we just dismiss. Have a blessed week of what remains of it. Looking forward to see you on Sunday. And pray for Sunday. There is another good stuff coming on Sunday. Amen. Amen.
God bless you richly. How many were happy to be in church this evening? Amen. Amen. God does special things on Wednesday night. Can we say, turn around and say to your neighbor, God does special things on Wednesday night. Do you believe that? I think you need to turn around and say, neighbor, see you next Wednesday. Amen. God bless you richly. There's something that goes... You know, Sunday everyone goes to church. But Wednesday, oh, it's for special class. Amen. God does special things on Wednesday. Do you believe that, Malaka? I had an amen corner here. He does healing on Wednesday. Hallelujah. Oh, I can go on and on. All right. I'm kind of homesick for a country to which I've never been before. No said goodbyes will there be spoken. Time won't matter anymore. Oh, goodness to a country which I have never been before. But this is the flesh speaking, but the Theophany says, I have been to that country before. Hallelujah. Where there is no yesterday, where there is no arthritis, where there is no diabetes, where there is no funeral procession, where there is no mortuary, where there is no doctor, where there is no frustration, Oh, are you looking forward to that country? Some call it heaven, but I call it my home. Amen. Come, let's sing it. God bless you richly. You are I want to hear the whole church. I'll be eternal. Longing for you, and someday, it might be tomorrow, my brother, it might be tomorrow, my sister. a beautiful song. Hallelujah. You, you feel the pull already. Amen. I just feel that maybe the last one that we must sing. What a day that shall be. 
what a day that shall be. And folks, we are, maybe let's wait for it, Brother Grace. We are right on the edge. We have entered a home-going season. Brother Branham, in the message he showed us the Father, I was reading, and there is a phrase that struck me. He says, the rapture is already in you. We're not waiting for the rapture. The rapture is already in you. The shout, which is the message of the hour, the voice, which is the voice of the resurrection, the trumpet, which is inviting us to the wedding supper. Brother Brenham in the midst of the rapture, he says he does the three things as he descends. So the rapturing process has already begun. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come, no more clouds in the sky, no more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore. On that happy golden show, what a day, glorious day that will be. I remember Brother Philip had a beautiful testimony about this song. His mother-in-law was sick in the hospital. We sang this very song, and say as it was singing, God revealed to his heart that your mother-in-law is going. Right they said, I need this song to be sung at a funeral. God has got a way of communicating and comforting his children. Are we together? How many believe there is coming a day? Sister Maria, there's coming a day where we're going to be young again. We are 80, but there, 21, 18, 21. Uh, we, are, we, are, we are right on the verge of it. The devil must not, not mislead you with the glitter of the world. Everything is going to fall apart. Because there is a new kingdom that is emerging. Let's sing it thereafter. You are dismissed to heaven. May God grant you the traveling mercy. Amen. Oh, yes. I'm thinking of all sins that have crossed over. All is peace. Say what a day that will be. What a day. When my Jesus.
How many believe that? No more sickness. There are no goodbyes there. the belly. Let's sing it to the almighty God. Yeah.